Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Isaiah, Yeshayahu, 32a. We'll be studying uh, chapter 32, Lamed Bet, verses 1 through 8, Psukim Aleph through Chet. In the last chapter we read about how important it is to rely upon God for true strength and not upon people. And that ultimately those who rely upon God will find the strength they need to, to make it and, and get through the hard times, whereas those who rely upon people will only find falseness and eventually be forsaken by those people whom they relied upon. Today, Ishayahu speaks and of the days of the Mashiach, of the days of the future. Many of the commentaries interpret this chapter as a reference to Chizkiyahu, the King Chizkiyahu. I'm going to go with those commentaries that... that um, consider this a view of the future just because of the way it's written. Um, although, of course, you know, one can argue about this, but that's the choice I'm making. He starts off, Behold, one day in the future, a king will, will reign who reigns with righteousness. And he will have ministers that govern, that rule, Yashoru, that rule with justice. Again, the theme that Yeshayahu has been saying over and over and over again, that the true king of the future is one who rules with justice and righteousness. Now, this next couple of verses here, he lays out basically what makes for a just king. What are the qualities that a king or any um, uh, government needs? Number one, he is like someone who is a refuge from strong winds and a shelter from rainstorms. So number one, the king will protect his people. Safety. The, king, the government's job is to provide safety for the people, first and foremost. Second, like brooks of water in a desert. In other words, he provides for his people. He makes sure that people... <laughs> That feeds them. They have what to eat. Kitzel sela koved like the shadow of a strong, heavy rock in a land that is that is thirsty and dry, like a rock. So he has to be reliable. He has to be strong. The image of a rock is always an image of reliability. So number one, he has to protect the people. Number two, he has to provide for the people. And number three, he has to be reliable. Then the next verse continues. At this point, those people who um, who see, who want to see and learn, they will not. Their eyes will no longer be closed and shut. And those people that have ears to hear will then have something to listen to. So now that he's he's protecting his people, providing for his people, he's reliable. Now he can teach the people. He can teach the people ideas, things that uplift them, make them more than just people that are safe and have what to eat, um, but people that can learn and learn uh, morals and values and ideas. That's, so Tishana, is, uh, they, they can now, he can teach and show him Tikshavna. They will teach in such a way that they will listen. And then it continues. And then at this case, what happens next? Ulevav nim harim yavin 
Now those people who were nimharim, who used to rush to judgment and never bothered to think about what they were doing, yavin hadas, now they will understand and they will think. And the people that were mumbling and grumbling, that were speaking before unthought out things and bad ideas, they will finally learn to speak clearly. And when this happens, when the people are finally wise and understand, they will no longer call someone who's, who's um, a novel, a, a boorish, selfish person. They will no longer call him a generous person. They will no longer say to someone who, um, who is, who is, uh, who is um, a, a, a lowly, disgusting, you know, not nice person, they will no longer say, oh, he's a fine, fine man. Because the boorish, selfish person speaks selfishness. And in his heart he does sin. He does flattery just to try to get his own things. And he's speaking about misleading things about God. And how do you know these things are misleading? Because the ultimate result of what he does is He's emptying the souls of those that are hungry. He abuses the poor. The ultimate result of the ideas he's saying and the things that he says, how do you know whether they're true or they're misleading? Is if what the result is to make poor people suffer, and takes away drink from those that are thirsty. Up to Pasuk Zion, verse 7. And the, the, um, the, the tools of the person who's, who's evil are, 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 are evil tools, who zimot He forges, he, he thinks of plans to, to, to trick people, to hurt people that are poor, with his false words. And he tries to use use justice and law, justice in quotation marks, not real justice, in order to to harm the the, the poor and the needy. However, vinadiv, a person who is generous, nidiosiyats, his ideas are generous ideas. Vuhu al nidivot yakom, he establishes himself and builds himself up with acts of generosity and ideas of generosity and ideas that bring help to the poor and the needy. These ideas have been repeated over and over and over again in Ishayahu, that the way to tell the difference between someone who is misleading you and teaching you things and ideas, even though they might sound good, but they're against God, is if the ultimate aims of those goals of what he's saying and doing is selfishness and hurts others. And the opposite, the way you know that someone's telling you the good and right and just thing, the king of the future that Ishayahu is talking about in this chapter, is if the results of what he says is goodness for everyone, especially the ones that need it the most. Thank you so much for listening. Looking forward to continuing the study of chapter 32 in the next podcast.